the networking events that I would do with business professionals that um, were, were having conversations. And so even the podcast space really is championing the power of conversation. And that's what we really want to get to. We're not trying to get to the next dollar. We're not trying to get to the next connection, next big uh, opportunity. We want to know that, am I being heard? And is my message getting out there? And so when I finally realized that. Welcome to Into the Light Podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey, along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Into the Light. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Today we have Will Holmes. Will is a former industry professional. He embarked on a transformative spiritual journey that led him to become the self-proclaimed mayor of OC. He's a builder and a connector, and he is also the mogul of a pop culture and a podcast host. He's on a mission uh, to change the world through powerful conversations and the dissemination of his influential ideas. Will's initiatives and captivating uh, documentary series that's newly created is uh, showcasing his relentless dedication to making a lasting impact. And so he's the upcoming star of the reality show, The New OC. Welcome, Will. Thank you so much for being here. First of all, I want to meet that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're talking about, but uh, who is that guy? He sounds mayor, awesome. Mayor um, of OC. Right. But uh, thanks for this opportunity to discuss and uh, give us uh, some power to conversation and shed some light on some amazing things. And this platform has already been doing that. And so I'm just happy that you uh, found me worthy enough to get on here. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much. Of course, uh, more than worthy. In fact, I am super excited to have you on the show. I think we've already had a couple conversations. Uh, we chatted a little bit on on Instagram and then had a couple calls. And, you know, I really want to hear a little bit more about this cause. You, you, you have a lot of passion around conversations, how conversations can change the world. You said a little bit about how you know, you see this as how society needs to keep interacting and keep going. What, what do you mean about the power of conversation? Yeah, the power of conversation is, is so is so amazing. And I, and I, and I say that in, in multi, because I'm a multifaceted visual just like yourself. And everyone's trying to spark a conversation. If that's art, if that's podcasting, that's photography, that's videography, that's music, right? And I've been in all these, if you will, um, mediums of conversation. And so I realized each of those things have a weight right to the human experience and so i realized through the networking events that i would do with business professionals that um we're we're having conversations and so even the podcast space really is championing the power of conversation and that's what we really want to get to we're not trying to get to the next dollar we're not trying to get to the next connection next big uh, opportunity we want to know that am i being heard and is my message getting out there and so when i finally realized that these past six months which i was been able to trudge the podcast space at a content house i realized that conversation can change the world people yeah. want to understand and feel where we're coming from 
in a very non-judgmental way. And I feel like podcasts are the catalyst for that medium in any type of medium, creative medium that I've ever been a part of. And so that's why I came up with this mission to change the world through conversation. Oh my gosh. I love that so much because that is definitely what drew me to the powerful art of podcasting. Uh, As you know, I'm newly launched about a month in, but I've been having these amazing conversations and it was in fact conversations that like I was having that led me to want to create the podcast. I want to document every one of these conversations I'm having with these expert partners and these different healers and practitioners and people who do different things to make the world a better place. And it's almost like I want to highlight that knowledge and that information and whatever I can do to to bring it into the world. And um, it sounds like uh, that's what you are here to do is help us uh, have our voices heard. And um, yeah. there's, there's nothing uh, more powerful than that, right? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing more powerful than that. And you're giving people an experience that um, is not really always uh, given, right? Because there's podcasts for everything nowadays. Everyone's a podcaster. Everyone's a mogul. Everyone does this. But what you're doing here is so revolutionary because it's how do we get to the powerful manifestation? How do we raise our consciousness level, which is so amazing. And that helped with my transition get to this point. Oh, amazing. So I, I, I particularly enjoy talking about spirituality related issues. So I, I was like, what better topic to have a podcast on? Cause that's what I want to be talking about. And it sounds like um, you also, it's, I, I don't know if you, you are, part of the spiritually aware community and that people, what people are talking about with the global consciousness awakening. And it's like, we're all under these mandatory spiritual yeah. journeys, whether we like it or not. Um, There's and- major shifts that are happening and that we just have to be aware of. And even when I connected with you and even this, a lot of people in this past February had a lot of closures and a lot of beginnings. And that was the same thing for me. Being at my birthday was in March. I had a lot of closures and a lot of brand new opportunities that I had to lean into. And so I believe that uh, that global consciousness, that Christ consciousness that we're all tapping into is needed. Oh, amazing. Me too. And then you start to realize that everything that the astrologers are talking about is like, oh, this portal energy and 1111 is like, and this, oh, you're Mark Mercury in retrograde. And you're like, wow, this is... (laughs) It's a real, it's a real thing. It wasn't that amazing. Even I was telling somebody, it's crazy you brought that up because literally at that retrograde season, remember, right? It was the worst time. It was like rainy. It was like everybody was feeling it. And I'm like, dude, I was like, we make fun of it, but maybe that retrograde energy, there is a thing to it. Um, yeah. And you don't realize it till you're actually right in it and like aware. And I think that's important is having an awareness, right? And people, shows like this and people like yourself are providing that awareness for that. Yeah, absolutely. And so tell me a little bit about your background. Where did you have a specific religious or spiritual background uh, growing up or how? Yeah, did yeah. You... No, I'm, a, um, you know, been a believer all my life, non-denominational uh, believer. And so I, I've been taught and trained in the ways of that, but I had an But awakening. that's Christian, Christian specifically. Christian so, specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I had that. And then I connected, I want to say in 2019 with Zamir, right. And, uh, we started going down like the angel number path and oh, yeah. you know, getting into more spirituality. And I was like, these are actual tools that I can use along with, right? Uh, what I'm already doing in the meditations and all those different things and, you know, co-creating with creator and like, we get to do these things and it changed my life drastically, you know, oh, and, and, and saying, dear God, dear universe, like it, it really opened up a whole new pathway 
uh, than I had already previously been taught, which opened up my way to connecting to other people, you know, that I possibly just wasn't able to be up on their frequency. And um, it, it, it's been it's been life changing, you know, because you can sometimes isolate yourself, isolate yourself because you feel like there's no more knowledge that you need to learn. And that's just kind of where I was at. And so mm-hmm. when I opened up my mind to more new information, right, you know, better, you better, you're able to access these tools to work in your favor. And so um, that that helps along with, you know, obviously the power of manifestation and the power of um, confession, right, um, helps oh, you yeah. move efficiently. So. so tell me a little bit about how you're more like you, you if you came from a more monotheistic tr- Christian background tradition, and then you move into these more esoteric ideas around, you know, chakra alignments and astrology yeah. and, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and what you believe about God to be true or not true. Did you feel like you had to depart from your more no, no, I feel like it was a merge, right? Oh, I always nice. wanted to make, I always felt like monotheism or like Christianity wasn't cool, right? Like to other people, right? I'm, my job is to make it look cool or to, oh, feel, okay. or to yeah. feel comfortable. And that's why me and Zamir connected, you know, in a very cool way because I wasn't judgmental. I wasn't saying, you know, the, the fire and brimstone kind of message that had been put out there before. I was like, dude, you have some things that I can teach you, some things I can learn. I have some things that I can teach you. And then we can get to the answer together. And so I feel like I was able to merge and even able, you know, to speak about angel numbers and, mm-hmm. and all these things, even in a in a space openly, because we all started going through it, right? Like even people that have been, especially during the pandemic, right? We all started noticing these uh, synchronicities and, and all that yeah. type of stuff. So then it wasn't like a weird thing, right? During yeah. The, now we're all kind of like, I feel like uh, closer because, uh, you know, sometimes religion can be dis- divisive. And so yet again, through conversation, I was able to eliminate the divisiveness of what religion might cause and brought me and my, my, my brother closer. Right. And this is amazing. So you have also, you know, you feel like you have a mission here to, you know, be a bridge you know, spiritually gap and, and yeah, gap the bridges and specifically around, uh, you know, your feelings towards uh, spiritual work, right? And energy yeah. work and all of that. Yeah, yeah no, all of that. And, and the power of prayer, right? Yeah. That was such a force between me and him. And we weren't from the same, you know, religious background and we would pray with intention, right? And we talked about intentions and accountabilities and all these things that religion talks about, right? Yeah. But in a new, non-judgmental way where we calling ourselves to accountability and to a deeper level of, of, of focus, right? Um, and freedom, you know, yeah. from our past thoughts of like, we're going to kill this. No, we're going to bring this life. Right. It was like we had to really and I'll talk about this later. We had to deprogram and reprogram oh, to, right. to go to the next level. And so, you know, the programming that we've been locked into for so, such a long time has kind of hindered us. So we had to go past all of that programming and get past our trauma, our traumas. Right. And break mm-hmm. cycles. And we started mm-hmm. making our music differently and all these things. Um, stem from conversation amazing you're right that's the power of the conversation it's like our our way to communicate and spread knowledge and that that's the chain reaction that leads to all of the transformational change that happens i love that and so you've mentioned your friend zamir a couple times i think you you do music together and i did talk to him as well Uh, you know he comes from a muslim background and i also uh come from a Muslim background. And um, I think I told you a little bit about that uh, previously. But one of the things that I love that you're talking about is the way in which you didn't feel like you had to turn a cold shoulder to your belief system and like monotheistic God, 
in order to have you know, a togetherness with your new spiritual direction with different See, some of these concepts, right, are like, oh, that's sinful or in Islam, it's like, oh, this is haram. This is not allowed. Right. This is like astrology is, you know, even tarot readings, you know, synchronicities and numbers. This is all this is all going into the, you know, fortune tellers and the magic realm. Right. And that's very, um, you know, it, it's just still seen in that category of forbidden. And so I think a lot of us are really struggling with reconciling like traditional belief systems with like what's going on in reality right now. Like, right. I talk about Ascension and this, you know, thing, well, what is that? Well, you know, the good thing is that Ascension doesn't actually contradict like your, your belief in God, right. It's It's like the law of attraction, you know, and so now also the Muslim uh, speakers and stuff, they're coming out with like, oh, you know, the power of Dwight, like the prayer for law of attraction. And so this is kind of the bridge bridging over into this, know these monotheistic religions right with manifestation and (laughs) the basic principle is like love for one another right and if you have love for one another and that's in that's like across all the boards right and Mm -hmm. it's usually it's like i don't know but when you you have like everything is like rooted in some type of like yo as long as you have a common understanding and love for your brother or your sister you can really get across these these cultural lines or these spiritual Mm -hmm. lines very easily because it comes from when you love someone you come from a place of non-judgment okay, this is how you do this. Okay. Well, this is how I do this. Okay. Well, maybe there's a better way that we can find together, right. To, to make the world a better place. It's amazing. When, like you said, you're able to understand each other's differences and then be able to ascend. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you mentioned that being about love. I also, you know, everyone is, is, is like, yeah, it's a journey to the heart. It's a journey, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, finding, you know, your lens for the world. Um, and like, for me, I, it became about empathy, you know, that's from the heart and like understanding the other person and always using tools of empathy to get out of your own, like ego-based reality and into the, um, you know, the energy of what the other person or things outside of yourself that are important. So that, that to me is also very, um, you know, powerful the flip of the switch that has to go on, you know, in someone's mind, right? So when did you start your your spiritual journey? Like what made you shift directions moving out of the industry that you were in? I would say coincidentally, my whole life, obviously, I've been on a journey. Um, but 2019, I was, uh, was doing a lot of club promotion with celebrities, like all the time, you know, just the life, right? Like with the rich and mm-hmm. famous, going to clubs and making money and da, 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 and this and that. And coincidentally, it was one of the people I invited from LA and he was like, dude, is this you? And I was like, what do you mean? Of course, this is me. Like, you know what I mean? The ego, right? This uh-huh. is all me. I bring everybody out every weekend and I'm the guy. And um, God spoke to me and he's like, dude, like, do you want to lead people here to a dark place every single weekend? And I was like, oh, I guess I guess I could see. And then like, you know, that was the beginning of like, I, I, I realized that I wasn't addicted to success. I was addicted to the applause. Oh, attention. Yeah. And the attention that. and like, oh, you're the guy. We're yeah, always going to yeah. see you. Oh, what's going on? Like, and I realized the moment that I got rid of my need of applause from the crowd, I was then able to re- lead people directly. And then that's when the whole Orange Collective thing. And I said, I wanted to save the world through music. And I met Samir and the whole kind of thing was to change the mission from an, a me-driven or, or an ego-driven thing of, you know, wanting to be the guy, so to speak, and lead people to a movement or a message. And um, 
that's been my journey in, in, in multi, multiple different, a multitude of different ways. Amazing. Yeah. It's a, a journey of ego mastery, right? Where you have to uh, look within, understand it's like self-awareness comes with that. So many, so many things, uh, you know, come with that uh, awareness. And you mentioned, so what was the band you created? The, the OC? The Orange Collective. And it is the OC. Orange Collective. Yeah. As you can see, like I'm a big OC buff with everything that I create. It was a group of just talented guys that we prayed. Like it was just something that you probably will never witness again in history when we broke so many barriers. It was a, is that diverse, you know, band, obviously with me and Zamir and the other gents that are a part of it. And we prayed together before every show. It was just insane. Right. And uh, we were able to break a lot of doors and barriers. Um, we actually were able to do the uh, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle song together. And uh, oh, yeah. Uh, work at uh, our opening at Nobu and uh, of our album. And uh, it, was, it was such an amazing time before the pandemic kind of came through of what we were going um, to do and offer to society. And who knows, you know, the universe um, is always working in our favor, right? It's always our highest good. So for that season, it was such a bridge gapping thing for, for pop culture within Orange County and people that would witness us around the world um, that amazing. were together with um, non-judgment and, and non-ego and able to uh, just give people hope sonically. Yeah. And break down those barriers, like you said, between culture, race, religion, uh, you know, all social constructs that we want. Exactly. Social. It was, it was what I call I call this the the hip hop boy band because you don't really have the hip hop. (laughs) I love that. It's, you know, uh, you just, everyone loved us, right? Because we weren't the typical, like, you have to look angry all the time, like type of like (laughs) pop guys and all that stuff. We were brotherhood, like a fraternity and uh, lifelong, lifelong forever, you know? Yeah. Amazing. And so now you're on to other things that are podcast related, right? You have yeah. this podcast experience coming up and what are, what are yeah, some of your initiatives? Talk about it too much. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, the, the six months have been such eye opening. I was able to do stuff with, um, you know, some of the real, real housewives of Orange County and, you know, some, some, you know, that's in the industry and uh, just some really influential people I was able to do podcast experiences with, which led me to wanting to do something a little bit bigger and, and life-changing. And so working on building up like a podcast network of, of people and giving them platform, giving, amplifying, you know, there's yes. of race, color, creed, religion. I want to amplify what you have to bring to the table. And so, um, you know, these, like I said, these past six months have been eye-changing, eye-opening uh, to what the power of podcasts can can do for pop culture. Oh, amazing. I love that. Well, I feel like um, I'm certainly catering towards increasing podcast awareness and listen, listenership and um, also like YouTube and other channels and avenues for artists to get you know, work out and you get voices heard. And so also your TV, what is this? Tell me a little bit more about the, the, the reality show. Uh, so the new OC is so funny because me and my, my business partner, Jen, uh, me like three, it's a manifestation in itself. Oh, great. Literally three or four years ago, um, we were like, we should do a show called Entrepreneurs of OC and uh, sorry. And um, I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. Showcase what we do, da, 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 this and that. And um, Full circle, you know, last year, um, people were kind of seeing what I was doing and um, they were like, I talked to some producers and it was another name before called the Boy Toys of OC. And then they were like, oh, that's kind of limiting. So then we were opened it up to um, being called the new OC, which coincidentally went in tandem with everything. It just made everything. Sense. It's your it's, brand. It, 
it's a brand <laughs> sense. It's me. It's like, oh, okay, this is everything, right? It's not just one side. And so we're, you know, we're a great team, um, putting it together, you know, shout out Deanna Land Productions. And uh, we have a great uh, a cast of individuals that we've put together from just in diverse backgrounds and, and walks of life to just showcase that there's more the housewives. There's, there's a culture within Orange County that right. people need to see of just normal people just working really, really hard and amazing things happening. And that's what I'm a proponent of. Like, I don't come from money. I just, the 10,000 hours thing, right? And, and I have the power of belief, the power of faith. Um, and you know, if you, you fail, you fell off and eventually you're going to succeed. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Like keep, keep trying. <laughs> just keep swimming. Right. Yeah. Edison, uh, right. The 99 uh, times if you would have stopped, you wouldn't have got the it. Charm. Right? Yeah. And so you're highlighting entrepreneurs. So like your average everyday folks that are struggling, but working businesses in orange. Yeah, yeah. Is that the highlight of diversity and, and all of that? Exactly. So we highlight that, but we, we put it together with, you know, the housewives put together with like, you know, some selling OC or, um, you know, high end individuals. Right. So it's like it has the duality of everything, but you're not just seeing one side of the coin, which is the amazing part that people want to be related to right? the relatability of something. You know, if you're too removed from culture, that could be one's biggest downfall is being removed from culture. And so I have the luxury, right, of being the anomaly that can fit into all these spaces and that yeah there to understand where culture is at so i'm not removed and so staying in the ground of things and constantly you know reinventing oneself and the constant work the inner work that shows on the outer you know eventually you know works out itself amazing yes well in and i love that now you've taken a direction that puts you on you know your mission-based path path and you are still able to have your your uh, goals aligned with manifestation and with your, you know, Christian and monotheistic belief system. So that is amazing. And, um, yeah, I was in, in law of attraction and now Ascension. I was curious, what, it, what do you feel like when you talk to people about Ascension or anything related to how you improve your vibrational frequency? What do you say when people kind of ask you about your, your, I always your say life? Because people are always like, man, did you make it look so easy? I always say I, I constantly pray. I constantly um, am able to meditate. I'm also constantly understanding that even in the most, because I feel like in sometimes in spirituality talk or like, you know, even Christian talk, we try to make things seem like it's so perfect. Like even in the most darkest of times, and this is me speaking to myself, no, and I say it again, it's working out in your favor and your highest good. And you literally have to tell yourself that because situations don't feel like that. Like getting stabbed in the back or like a, a partner turning their back on you or switch up energy, as I like to call it, or, you know, people just acting differently. You really have to understand and keep your frequency high. Because, and that from like images or what you're listening to or people, even people orienting you can lower your frequency. So I got to I got to constantly check my frequency, my mentality and, and my space to know that, you know, I, I'm I'm coming our space because I'm a leader. So what type of frequency I admit out there infects and affects others. So right. I constantly got to check those three or four different spaces. Um, and recently, I really have been going to the gym. <laughs> Oh, nice. Like, well, that's like the self-care category. The self-care, the, yeah, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you can be the most spiritual guy. And then it's like, but there's something that you're dealing with because you have some issues of, you know, uh, self-control issues, right? Right. Uh, and so 
how you do anything as a mirror, as we always like to say, is how you do everything. So I'm um, really just stepping it up, as my business partner Jen would say, just just stepping it up in all areas of your life is, I feel like, my remedy right now for ascension okay. and being yeah. open to new and being open to new connections that weren't there, because sometimes we can be so closed mm. off because we don't trust people or like we don't know what their intentions are, right? Yeah. But everyone's not out to get you, and so I had to like obviously like relearn that as well. Yeah, amazing. And I, I definitely like that you brought up uh, things that you've had to improve in yourself or that you've become aware of, like uh, meditating. Are there things that you tell people like every day that you like to do or that really help with with this with process of manifestation and things like that for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I always tell them. I always tell them these are these are the uh, some remedies, right? They're not they're not they're not the prescription for success, but these are just some of the remedies that that I write. The sums of of praying, of meditating, of self, you know, self talking to yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that you love yourself, right? A lot of men don't do that. And so yeah. I prescribe to that, you know, because we'll tell everyone else that we love them except ourselves. So really understanding your purpose and like finding out who you are, because a lot of people just don't know who we are. So do you really like that? Or is it because you like someone else likes it that you like that? Are those ideas your original ideas or are they copycatted ideas because like in, in what you've seen before, what the programming or the matrix has given you, really understanding who your personality and who you are, you know, as, as a person and what you have to give to the world, right? Because we're all in service of something. And I, when I realized I'm in service and I'm a producer of greatness, then I was able to move from that place. Amazing. Yeah, it all starts from that that place of, it's like that getting over your own limiting thoughts and beliefs and where that trauma came from and, and all of that starting to unpack, unpack it all. <laughs> we'll be unpacking it for years. And you think you have it, then something else will come up and be like, Oh, that's a demon that you gotta, that you gotta decapitate internally. But once you're able to face those demons and, and look at them and smile, right. Um, you're able to, you know, ascend even further. Yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. And so I, I want any, any of our listeners know, where can they find you? I know you're on uh, Instagram, social media, where do you, where, where should people go? Yes, if they, you can they find, find me find you at, at, Mayor, at Mayor of OC, uh-huh. Mayor of OC, yeah. and the new OC fan club is where you can find me as well. And then uh classic gent Inc. Those are my, uh, my main form is the music is, is everywhere. Find it, Mr. Yeah. All your Go music hit. is up there. All the vibes, all the different beach vibes and all that cool stuff that uh we kind of bring to uh the taste palette amazing okay well we'll have some links posted under this episode for all of your your work and um do you have any other you know before we wrap any final words for our listeners or any last you know things that you'd like Um, to uh, you know it's 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 okay if you don't have it you know figured out yet eventually you will and (laughs) don't overthink it just do it there is no spoon there is no spoon in the matrix, right? Like there, yeah. there is, there's no spoon. And we're here to find out you're here because you already made the choice. Now you're here to find out why I'm a big matrix buff. Matrix buff. There you go. Start quoting the matrix, break free of the matrix. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Thank you so much, Lil. Well, um, you know, that, that was an awesome episode. I'm glad we got to jump in a little bit into your background and your spiritual journey and the work that you're doing now. And I'm just excited to be connected. You have a great uh, way of connecting people, conversations to that change lives. I already know we've been talking to a couple people, you know, that will be good for my show. And I'm excited about the work you're doing, uh, you know, for the podcasting industry. So I think this was fantastic. I'm so excited. Hey, it was uh, a breakthrough that- today. 
Thank you. It was a thank breakthrough. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Thank you so much, Will. You have a great day. And thanks thank for you. listening to this episode of Into the Light. And I'm your host, Adina Movana, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at that website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at adinamovana.com. Thank you again for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.